Welcome back, friends, to the Friends of Gator podcast. This is uh, episode number 103. I'm your host, Patrick Seward. I am the principal consultant, owner, and one-man show at Professional Digital Forensic Consulting based in Richmond, Virginia. Thanks for joining us again. I know it's been a while since we've uploaded a new edition of the Friends of Gator podcast, and uh, obviously some things just some get in the way of, of uh, the side ventures like a podcast, but you know it's something I really enjoy doing, and I hope it's something that you enjoy listening to. And in going into the future, we're uh, hoping that uh, we definitely get some more uh, great guests. We may even have a co-host here and there, and uh, definitely get the word out about digital forensics and talk about uh, current events and things that are of interest to you. I encourage you, uh, if you have any ideas for the podcast or if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, to uh, send me an email and I'll wrap up the podcast with all my contact information. We're very fortunate today to have on the Forensicator podcast Mr. Jamie McQuaid of Magnet Forensics. He's going to tell us about their new product, Axiom. But uh, first, Jamie, thank you and, and welcome to the Forensicator podcast. Uh, thanks for having me. Our pleasure. So uh, first of all, t- you know, tell us a little bit about your background in digital forensics. Sure. So I am a forensic consultant here at Magnet Forensics. I've been here about two and a half years now. It uh, seems like a lot longer, but uh, it's, it's been fun. Um, I started out, I've always been a pretty technical guy, but uh, after I finished my undergrad um, to get into digital forensics, um, I was kind of, you know, finished school and I was like, well, what do I do? Um, and I noticed uh, a college here, local college uh, nearby, uh, was doing a computer security investigations program. Um, so I, I signed up and, you know, it was a, it was a three-year program. So I went back to school for that. And uh, a great program is taught, it touched both on the forensic side and the security side of things. And obviously I was drawn a little bit more to the forensic side of things. Um, so I, I continued on with that. Um, I started, I finished the program. I did, uh, did great with that and uh, uh, started working a few uh places uh, after there and uh, ended up at uh, Blackberry um, here in Waterloo, Ontario. Um, I'm Canadian, obviously, if you, you don't notice the accent, but uh, um, so out of Waterloo, Ontario here, I was, uh, um, I'm working as a, a corporate investigator for them. Uh, so I did a lot of different types of cases, you know, uh, uh, IP theft, policy violations, malware intrusions, incident response, all that type of uh, uh, stuff there. Uh, had a great time there, uh, a great team to work with than that. Um, uh, obviously, I don't think it's a surprise to anyone. BlackBerry wasn't uh, doing as well in the no. more recent time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it just so happened that, uh, you know, Jad and Adam reached out to me and uh, they're uh, luckily located in the same town and uh, they were looking for some extra help. So uh, they reached out and uh, the timing worked out and uh, I joined Magnet. That's cool. I mean, I, I know that Jad's background, uh, he, he concentrates a lot on uh, the child exploitation side and really helping out law enforcement to to uh, you know do the whole 360 with regard to those cases um, is that part <laughs> of what turned turned you on to working with the team at Magnet or or was it something else? Well, that's that's a big part of it. Yeah, Jad's got, obviously got the law enforcement background. Our tool has been based out of a lot of that, and we still have a strong law enforcement focus. Um, they, one of the reasons they brought me on, though, was because uh, I came from corporate and uh, understood the the corporate investigations a little bit more, and they needed some help with that. So um, that was that was part of it, and you know, obviously, it had opened some uh, um, avenues for me in terms of learning. Uh, uh, you know, from for me from experience, uh, working investigations was great. 
uh, one of the challenges was you were always doing investigations. I don't think anybody's uh, surprised that uh, there's always a huge backlog of cases and there's no uh, shortage of work for uh, examiners. So I didn't get to do a lot of the research that I uh, wanted to do, um, but the, the, the role at Magnet, uh, a lot of it's, uh, you know, I do a lot of our webinars, blogs, and that. I get to do a lot of research into new apps, artifacts, stuff like that. So uh, it's a nice, uh, you know, change from uh, from doing actual investigations. I still miss them, but uh, it's uh, it's nice to actually dig into some stuff that I didn't have time for before. Yeah, I noticed today you came across the IASIS listserv with a question that somebody had about a, about an app, and uh, you know. And as, as it goes with mobile artifacts, you know, it depends on the platform, it depends on the device, it depends on the app version and all that stuff. So, oh, yeah. And it takes a lot of time to look into that stuff. We all know that. Uh, yep, I've uh, I, I was working on a presentation. Uh, just to sidetrack a little bit, I was working on a presentation with some of that uh, uh, mobile chat stuff uh, uh, a few months ago, and I think I had to change the present three t presentation three times uh, just because the app had changed or one of the apps I was looking at changed, and I'm like, oh well, I got to start from scratch again here. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a constant challenge for us here, uh, definitely. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a constant game of catch up. We all know that. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I, I've been an IEF user for years since I started in digital forensics in law enforcement. And in fact, I think the I think the original price point of IEF when I first got a license back many years ago was like six hundred dollars or something like that. Um, <laughs> it may have even been free. I, I, it, it, I was going to say it was even less than that before you probably. <laughs> I believe uh, when Jad was working out of his basement, uh, I think uh, for, for a while it was free. And then I think it bumped up to about $50. And yeah, it, it did get a little more expensive, but we have a, a lot bigger of a team here too now. Well, so yeah, and again, yeah. <laughs> that back end support is what you're paying for. Um, yeah. So, you know, now that, of course, we're here to talk about Axiom, which is, which is the new product from Mag Magnet Forensics. Um, in a nutshell, tell us what Axiom, what, what need Axiom fills for the digital forensic examiner that goes above and beyond what IEF already does. Sure. So um, Axiom's our new product. We've had it out uh, just over a month, almost two months now. Um, we're really excited for it. And really, uh, you know, a lot of people came to us and said, hey, we really love IEF, but we wish you did this or that. And, and just the odd piece here or there. So a lot of what we built into Axiom was what customers were already asking for you know um, we had to build it out as a separate product we had to rebuild and redo a lot of the back end to accommodate that um, just because it IEF was get showing its age and, and starting to you know I, I, we could continue to add artifacts but some of the features that people wanted uh, weren't quite possible with uh, with IEF so we started adding things um, you know like a file system view a registry view you know very obvious things like again nothing groundbreaking surprising from a lot of those but the way we've added it has has, has really uh, resonated well with uh, with a lot of these uh, examiners and, and and customers uh so so yeah a lot of it's just around what customers were asking for mm -hmm. uh you know talk about the basics of there i mean there are tools that you know of course all over the market that that require different specifications so you know the basics of it what are the recommended hardware specifications for the use of axiom um, it's still relatively low. Um, IEF is, you know, I, I run Axiom and IEF just off my laptop. Um, so you can still run it on a pretty minimal system. Obviously, the more you give it, the, the better it's going to go. Um, but we, you, we usually recommend a minimum of like a, an eight core system, you know, at least eight, maybe 16 gigs of, uh, of RAM. Um, you know, again, still something you can run off a laptop, but if you want to give it to a beefier system, like a, a server and that, it'll make use of that. Um, I, I find I usually tell
tell people, um, you know, the more cores you can throw at it, the, the better. Um, I, I find in the processing, uh, IEF and, and Axiom both um, will make use of those cores and multi-thread and, and it'll speed up your processing quite a bit. And then obviously on the... Uh, analysis side with the uh, the examination or axiom examiner uh, it allows you to uh, using the the ram uh, it gives you a little bit better of a uh, uh, loading times and and uh, and speed that way so uh, it, again it doesn't need a lot but obviously if you've got some additional resources you can uh, it's always good to uh, to throw those at it as well right and, and you know of course everybody especially in law enforcement dealing with a ton of backlogs you know everything from <laughs> stalking to child exploitation to financial crimes so you know it, it, i know that all my friends that work in law enforcement still are, are are dealing with that on a consistent basis so the 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 more we can speed up processing time for them especially you know the better it is um yep. so uh, yep absolutely as far as the uh the target market um what is, what is the target market for axiom and what type of market research went into the design and layout of axiom i'll, I'll touch on the design and layout here in a minute but what, what kind of market i guess research and targeting went into that Sure. So uh, I mentioned before, again, we've got strong roots in law enforcement and our focus has always been a strong focus on law enforcement. Um, but again, you know, a lot of those uh, features and tools um, carry over to the corporate side and the uh, uh, those types of investigations as well. We're still very focused on the law enforcement side. You know, uh, JAD takes that uh, very much to heart. It's in our, our, you know, our mission statement. It's in our um, our vision and values of, of the, the company. So that is a real strong focus of ours, and uh, that obviously played out in uh, in Axiom as well. But uh, but again, I still like throwing my uh, you know, hey, if I was doing a corporate investigation, still this is what I would want. Uh, so a lot of that came in it, and like I said before, a lot of that uh, research and 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 a lot of those. Uh, um, that focus came from customers and again people we were already talking to and saying hey you know what i i really want to see this how can you do it um and and that's that's really um a part of the the, the design and, and and how we uh we built it mm -hmm. yeah well, you know i have a, a phrase that i use in my pot or my podcast and my blog all the time you know it, and i stole it from Stephen Covey, begin with the end in mind. And, and you know, in, mm -hmm. in our case in digital forensics, beginning with the end in mind is either trial or at the very least presenting it to an attorney or a set of attorneys to to kind of pour through. And so I, I would imagine some, some of the research that goes into it has to deal with the functionality of, okay, we're handing this, this, this output to somebody who may not be very technically inclined. And so, mm -hmm. you know, how, how, how much, how user-friendly can we make that? And then, uh, and then kind of backtrack it from there to the examiner level to see how, you know, how the workflow goes and, and how easy it is for the examiner to get through. Yeah, and uh, just to, to bring up a, a story there, um, our, our product management team's great. Um, a good good group of guys in terms of designing, and, and they're the ones who kind of say, "Okay, this is how it's going to look and how how we're going to develop it." Um, and I, I work really closely with them, and I always tell them, you know, Jad and I are very demanding. We're like, "Hey, we want this, we want that." Uh, you know, everybody wants a, a new feature or a new artifact, and that they're really good at going back to us and saying, "Hey, okay, that's great that you want this." But why do you want it? What's right. the end goal? 
right? And, you know, it's, it makes my job harder to explain exactly. Like, you know, oh, it's because I used it before. Like, no, 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 explain what you're trying to do. And, you know, and I have to go through that, that process with them. But in the end, it always ends up being something better than I asked for because they ask those types of questions and they're saying, hey, you know what? We, 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 know, what we're, we know where you're trying to get at here, but let's, let's build it this way. We don't have to do it exactly the way you've done it in, uh, in the past. We'll do it our own way and it, it, a way that makes sense to, uh, to the examiners. Mm-hmm. So it kind of leads into my next question about, you know, I, I have had a chance to dive into a trial version of Axiom, uh, you know, prior to this interview. Um, and, you know, I've noticed that it has a very straightforward uh, case creation and processing. Uh, you know, those elements of the tool are very straightforward. So I imagine that the motivation for the developers at Magnet was to incorporate that kind of streamlined step-by-step process and loading evidence in the tool. Can you kind of expand upon that a little bit? Sure. Um, and, and that carries over from IEF. IEF was a very simple, straightforward tool, easy to use. You know, you didn't have to go through a week-long training course to understand how to use it. The first couple times you tried it and it worked, right? And 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 that's something we've carried over to Axiom is um, part of it was, and, and this is a term that, uh, that one of our, our product managers uh, uh, coined, was um, a, Powerful doesn't need to be complicated. You can have a powerful tool that does a lot of really good stuff for your examination without making it overly complicated for the user. And, you know, we've des- designed Axiom in that way. And we tried to, you know, obviously, uh, you know, the, the more stuff you add to it, it's going to be challenging to to keep it very simple. But uh, I think we did a really good job of balancing that and, uh, and keeping a powerful tool there, but making it easy enough for people to understand and, 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 and follow through with it. You know, uh, requiring to, to read the entire documentation to understand what's going on. Right, and and you know this this wasn't uh, this wasn't part of the um, the the original interview plan, but I you know I imagine there's some uh, some training and whatnot that's going to be incorporated you know from Magnet as as this moves forward. Is that correct? Yes. Um, so I believe they're just working on that now. I know there's going to be, uh, we do have an IEF course, but there's going to be a, uh, a transition course that uh, I know Rob's working on right now in terms of transitioning from IEF to Axiom, or obviously uh, down the road, it'll be straight Axiom if you want to just uh, um, just jump in there as well. But uh, uh, even people have already been asking us like, hey, you know what, I'd love to get on some training. And, uh, and it's, that's really important from the law enforcement side. If you need to test to the data you find in a tool to have that training background uh, goes a long way to uh, to show competency in the tool as well. We don't require it, but it's certainly uh, helpful for a lot of our uh, our users. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that kind of transitions into the next topic. It, you know, I, I, I've taken a lot of training and I've, I've, I've accomplished a lot of training in a lot of different tools. Um, and, and some of them are more the, I guess you could say, quote unquote, bigger tools on the market. Um, although I think Magnet's getting pretty big these days. <laughs> um, you know, every tool has its strengths and weaknesses. Can you kind of touch on some of the strengths that Axiom brings to the table for the experienced examiner that, that you've gotten either through, uh, through your testing so far or through feedback from people uh, trying out the tool? 
Sure. So uh, again, one of our strengths has always been our artifacts, and that carries over into Axiom just like it did in IEF. Uh, you know, we we try to stay on the most on top of the most common uh, apps or artifacts that examiners would look for on the on a system or in, in an investigation, and that's something we we pride ourselves in, and we we push really hard to 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 stay with. Uh, you know, obviously we we mentioned earlier that. Uh, um, mobile, especially mobile devices, but they change constantly and staying on top of that's almost impossible as an individual. So we have a whole team that does that. Um, specifically for Axiom, that uh, the, the things that we brought on, I mentioned we added a file system viewer, we added a registry viewer, and, and a bunch of other different uh, pieces to that. But adding those components really weren't, you know, weren't enough for us. When when we when we first built it, we're, I'm like, hey guys, I, you know, people have been asking, they want a file system view. They It's great that we pull the artifacts, but they want to dive deeper and look at the file system. Perfect, we'll add that. But the way we added it is we didn't just add it there. We tried to make it easy to integrate between those. You shouldn't just have to do your artifact analysis and then go to the file system and do all the file system analysis. Integrate between those and make that as seamless as possible. And uh, we did a really good job with that. We have a couple of features and uh, one of the, the, the features we call uh, source linking, uh, which basically, you know, if you'd use IEF before, we always, you know, the artifact would always list the source and location of where we found that artifact. That's really important to, for it to validate and verify your findings and that, but now that we've added the file system view, we just turn that source into a hyperlink. So you can one click and it automatically jumps you over to the file system directly to that file. So you can, it, within, with a, uh, within seconds, you're already at the original file. Um, and again, a really nice back and forth uh, between those tools. Same thing goes if you click on something and it was in unallocated space, it takes you right to that file offset or the, the offset of the unallocated space or into the registry hive. I know, you know, I love the registry because it's got a lot of different uh, artifacts and, and, and uh, items of value for you, but the biggest pain is is one remembering where to where to go in, in the registry and what hive it's in, and then uh, actually uh, traversing that uh, that hierarchy, which is huge, uh, can be painful. So you know we made that a one click. It seems like a really simple feature, but it saves the examiner a lot of time in their investigation if they can just do it that way instead of you know bouncing over and just manually driving down to it. So stuff like that is is really what I've uh, I like that we've added to Axiom, and then there's there's plenty of other ones that we've uh, we've made some improvements are on and uh, uh, it's it's certainly uh, the, the whole end goal is to save the examiner time in their investigation right yeah I mean the registry has always kind of been one of those bugaboos I think for any tool developer I mean you've got tools that have standalone registry viewers and tools that have integrated registry viewers and they always seem to try to try to figure out how to navigate that and present it in a in a you know user friendly and readable format, so to to have that that element to it, I think is a definite positive. Absolutely. Uh, so you know, I mean, Axiom was just launched, and I would imagine <laughs> that it's going through some some iterations and some improvements um, as as the launch kind of goes out and and people are, are are testing it and putting it through its paces. So what sort of information do you need from the forensic community to help make Axiom a better product as it grows? Yeah, uh, so feedback is is a big thing for us. Good, bad, it 
doesn't matter. It's always been a strong th- thing that we've we've reacted to really well. Um, uh, so obviously, as much feedback and testing as possible. Uh, you know, we've already been getting a lot of really good feedback from people who are trying it out. Um, constantly, I'm going back and forth with users saying, they're, they're saying, hey, I love how you guys did this, but I wish you guys had done this or this isn't quite working. Uh, and, and you know what? We've been, like I said, we've been, uh, I guess, about a month and a half uh, since release, and we've already had three updates for for Axiom. So it's it's just, it's adding, uh, fixing fixing bugs, which obviously with any software, there's going to be bugs, and we'll continue to do that. And then obviously adding features as well is is, is, the, uh, is the, the big thing. And a lot of it is, uh, you know, people just trying it out and saying, hey, you know what, this is great but um please uh add this and you know two weeks later it's in the product and and people like to see that active feedback as well so you know it for it's a two-way street for us we get the feedback we get uh to know what people want in the tool and then you know we we're pretty quick to uh, to act on it and uh, they can see it in the next version of the product uh, uh that goes a long way for us and it, it makes us feel really good that we're we're listening to the uh, the users as well so yeah as, as many hands and uh, eyes on it as possible we can you know if for me uh, i do a lot of testing and, and test out uh, certain images and stuff like that I can only test so much as a, as an individual and you know we have a pretty good testing here but there's no way we can replicate every scenario that you would come across in your investigations so you know the more people that try it out in, in a test image in that uh, or, or, or an old case that they were working even their own system uh, it gives us a better idea of um, areas that we might have missed or uh, where we could actually improve the product so um, yeah that's uh, that feedback is is huge for us well it seems to me as a as a consumer now of, of digital forensic products that the ones that kind of stand out are the ones that do evolve and do listen to their 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 customer base and and you know address the concerns that they have on a, on a more global basis and then you know put out those updates and you know sometimes yes you know they're annoying you know I gotta put I gotta take my my one system down to update you know X tool uh, but I'd rather do that than have to uh, you know explain why the tool didn't find XYZ or you know try to figure out why it didn't find that or, or something like that because you know I, I'd much rather have an updated tool that has a lot of back-end support that gets updated quite frequently than than have a tool that just kind of sits there and doesn't do a lot you know <laughs> yeah exactly so uh, you know IEF of course like I said we said before has been around for a very long time um, is is Axiom designed as a replacement for IEF, or will con- will IEF continue to be offered by Magnet as Axiom evolves? So we're going to run IEF and Axiom together in parallel. So that's and and you'll 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 see that as we you know push out more and more uh, versions. We have no um, plans to discontinue IEF or anything like that. Some people just want IEF, and that's exactly what they need. Other people want those additional features. So Axiom's perfect for that. Um, so from an artifact standpoint, um, IEF and Axiom will be updated together. We made it module enough that um, we could we can update artifacts for both of them. So you'll 
see those updates to WhatsApp or uh, Kick Messenger or Skype or, or whatever other apps you're seeing or artifacts, we'll continue to update those artifacts as they both in parallel. Um, and so that that is not uh, you know anything we're trying to differentiate between Axiom or IEF. But obviously, like I said earlier, was um, you know we had to rebuild you know the case database format, all of the backend stuff for Axiom uh, to enable additional features. So if you want some of the added features like the file system view or the source linking I mentioned or, or some of those other pieces, you, you need to go with the Axiom because we, we just can't include it in IEF. It just uh, doesn't fit in in that uh, that framework. So, uh, but for but uh, for the foreseeable future, IEF and Axiom will be running in parallel. It'll be totally up to the user whether they want to stick with IEF, upgrade to Axiom, or have both of them. It's uh, we we try to be as flexible as we can with it. Mm -hmm. Now the pink, you know, the elephant in the room is uh, is price. So, what are the current uh, government and private sector price points for Axiom? So from a price standpoint, and, and don't quote me on this because I am not a salesperson and they don't let me touch money or anything like right. that. Uh, you know, they, they'll, they'll, they'll come to me for technical stuff, but, uh, you know, money is, don't talk to Jamie about money. Uh, but in general, uh, a new license of Axiom fully loaded that does computers and smartphones will cost about uh, $4,300 US. Um, so that's a fully new license. Uh, we do have upgrade options available if you're already an IEF user and you want to upgrade your IEF license. I think those are sitting at about $1,000 right now, but it will depend on the version of IEF you have and the current SMS that you're sitting it with. So we can we can bundle in your old SMS and you might be able to carry that forward so it be might even be cheaper uh, from an SMS standpoint. Um, but uh, in general, you know, it's, it's totally up to the user. Um, and, uh, you know, when you upgrade your IEF one, uh, this was something we struggled with when we, uh, we built out the tool is um, you know, people are still going to have IEF cases that are going through court and and need to need access to IEF. So even if you upgrade your IEF license to Axiom, you still have access to both IEF and Axiom. So you can actually run IEF and then run Axiom. Obviously, you can't run them at the same time, but um, your IEF license will continue to work, uh, and you can just choose whether you want to use IEF or Axiom in the, in that uh, scenario. That's great. Yeah, I can imagine having a having a current case and you upgrade your license, and all of a sudden you can't use the tool that you. Uh that you worked a case with that's coming to court. So that, that, that that's a great little uh, little tip there. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, it's been a great discussion about acting. Are there any are there any other notes about the tool that you want to add at this point? Uh, not really. No, it's uh, you know in general, like I said, I appreciate for uh, having me on here. But uh, uh, yeah, we're we're really excited about Axiom. Uh, it's I've been using it quite a bit, obviously before launch and uh, and and since. And you know, I, I'm I'm I still get amazed when the developers come and show me a feature and and stuff like, hey, what do you think of this? And I'm like, I, I my mind gets blown like one at least once a week on something that they're like, hey, I was just playing around trying this out. What's what do you think of this? And and you know, so it's it's an it's an evolving product so uh you know again going back to the like if you're something you want to see if you're trying it out and you something you want in there let us know um it's you know we're usually pretty open for it and I, I i gotta say most people you're probably not the first person to recommend it or ask for it so you know it's it's really uh, how we prioritize uh, adding things and the more people ask for it the the higher on the priority list it goes so um you know if there's something you guys want to see with axiom um it's it, you know we try to make it a tool for the forensic community um, and, and, and that can be useful to, to them in, in that capacity. So, um, you know, the, the feedback is always uh, really appreciated. 
Well, and I've noticed that, you know, of course, being a member of IASIS, uh, the listserv is, is replete with emails every day. But I've noticed that, you know, the ones that, that the tools, rather, that, that, that get uh, a lot of good feedback are the ones where there's some interaction between, you know, the CEO and or developers and the people using it on things like the listserv, you know. And mm-hmm. it's interesting to see people like you and Jad and others from other other tool uh, other other developers that that answer questions directly when you know normally you would never maybe be able to get them on the phone but you know because it's such a wider community of, of, of focused users of the tools you know it's a great way to reach out and, and make sure that you have contact with those users so it's a great thing yeah, Jad, uh, I got to say, Jad beats me to the punch on so many of those. I don't know if he just constantly has that listserv open and, and is following it. I've seen him respond to it when he's on vacation. Uh, it amazes me sometimes how quick he is in, in, in terms of responding. Um, and he is a, he's a, he's a pretty busy guy, but he, he certainly makes it a priority for him. So, yeah, we, uh, we try to stay on top of that, and it's, he's, a, he's a big part of that for sure. Well, that's great. That's great. And I can tell you, at least from, a, from an end user standpoint, we appreciate it. I mean, it's a it's a great it's great access to to the people actually putting these tools together. So thank you very much. No, no, you're welcome. Uh, so that that concludes our uh, our interview about Axiom. Jamie, I'd really like to thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, it's been a great discussion. I'm sure. Uh, is there any contact information, either social media or email or anything like that, that you want to give out that people can contact you about Axiom if they need to? Sure. My email address is all over the website, but if you can't find it, jamie.mcquade at magnetforensics.com. I'm uh, pretty receptive, pretty usually, uh, you know, within 24 hours, I try to, if not, uh, reply back because I might be on the road traveling or something. But uh, generally, feel free to reach out if you have any questions. Again, don't ask me how much things cost because, you know, the sales team can ask, answer that. But uh, in general, if there's anything technical, you know, if you're, you're researching something, you're like, hey, I wonder if somebody else has done that, um, reach out. I, you know, if I don't have an answer for you, I'll try to point you in the right direction. Um, I'm on Twitter uh, at uh, Recce Tech. Uh, I know it's a really weird one, but uh, uh, R E C C E uh, Tech. Um, so you can you can follow follow me on Twitter. I I usually go up and down. You know, sometimes I'll post six or five or six things in a day, and then you know you might not hear from me for a couple of days. But uh, I try to stay active on there as much as I can. Um, but uh, again, feel free to reach out, and uh, you know either you've got a question about uh, what we do, or just uh, you would just want to chat about forensics in general. It's you know I enjoy doing it, so it's so always nice to have a chat as well. Outstanding, Jamie. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast, and uh, we'll be chatting at you. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Well, friends, that's about going to wrap us up for episode number 103 of the Forensicator podcast. Thanks for joining us, and thanks to Jamie McQuaid and all the folks at Magnet Forensics for all they do for the forensic community. And, uh, you know, as far as this episode goes in particular for their development and hard work and putting Axiom together, I have every faith that Axiom will evolve into a great tool uh, that a lot of us will turn to in our investigations to help yield even more information. If you'd like to connect, uh, the uh, Twitter account for ProDigital Forensics is P-R-O-D-I-G-I-T-A-L, the number 4, the letter N, and the number 6. On Twitter, it's ProDigital4N6. Or if you have a suggestion for the podcast or would like to be a guest or even just some feedback, feel free to email me at ProDigitalConsulting at gmail.com. Uh, We're also on LinkedIn and Facebook and all that social media stuff. Feel free to connect with us. I look forward to your feedback, and I look forward to the next episode. And uh, until then, keep searching.
Thank you.